It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We are taking phone calls right now at 800-386-0937. Should we be doing this, really? Well, <laughs> I don't know if we're qualified to be counselors or not. I know. But, uh, People trust us. We've got group therapy here, yeah. and Steve and Natanya uh, talked with us. And I guess Steve is very, very concerned with cybersecurity, and he's not sharing any of his passwords with yeah, her. Yeah, And uh, <laughs> He covers up when he's checking out the store. Yeah, he's like a little yeah. kid when they're taking a test, and you don't mm. want your friends to copy <laughs> off of you. <laughs> yeah. But we're trying to give them the best advice possible, so please feel free to call in if you have some advice. B93.7, hello. Hey, that guy sounds like a cheater. Ooh. A cheater? <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Wow, throwing some shade this morning. I thought he was a nerd. Yeah. No, he's definitely a cheater, and he's made it so deep that she actually believes it's about um, password security. Wow. Oh, she's gaslighting her. I, I he gaslighted me too. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a bit extreme, don't you think? Just because he doesn't want to share a password? No. She has a point. That's definitely what it is. I wouldn't. But how, how how can you be so confident, though? I mean, because that's what most guys if who shoot do. Walk away, it has nothing to do with anything but protecting what's in his phone. She I, might have a point. I think she might have a point, too. I didn't even think of that whenever, because mm-hmm. he didn't sound like it. He sounded so nerdy and geeky, but you could be right. He could be just scamming us. I feel so gaslit. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole different gaslit. Yeah, don't share names around here. Yeah. That's just from the cheese puffs. <laughs> wow. But I, I guess, you know, I don't see it so clearly. I, I mean, it nah. seems, it's, you seem so matter of fact about it. He's a cheater. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. You don't know that. You've, had, you've, you've heard five minutes of a conversation with a guy, and like, you've. Already judged that this guy's a cheater. I think she's right. He's a cheater. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think that at all. Have you been cheated on and that's, that's how you know, know this? That's exactly how I know. Yeah. So, Sorry, so, so the guy didn't give you his passwords? or? Well, I had his email passwords and things like that, but not his phone passwords. And so or, did it bother you at the time or did you just think, oh, it's no big deal? I didn't think it was a big deal. Okay. But it was. Yeah. It was a huge deal. I could go a step further. <laughs> I dated a girl who gave me her passwords, and she still cheated, and I just didn't check up on her for a long time. <laughs> well, that's your own fault. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this. I get suspicious when people like are a couple, and they're married or whatever, and you don't see the other person on their Facebook. Like they never, it is weird. They never talk about the other spouse or the other girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, Maybe they're in the witness protection plan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there's some extreme I dated ideas a girl who was in the witness protection plan. That's why she wasn't on any of that <laughs> you stuff. You did not. <laughs> That's <laughs> what she said. He's making that up. She what she in. said. She went into one after she left. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you we for your call you. this Thanks morning. for calling. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we're on the subject of sharing passwords today, and is that a sign that your relationship is in the comfort zone? So they say it takes a year to get into the comfort zone in a relationship where you can be yourself and not just let the other person, you know, see the best version of you. Now, they mean this in a good way. Like, you know, you can let your guard down and you can go to this and they don't mean it in a bad way where you're just like giving up on the relationship and being yourself. I feel um, like it took me less time than that. 
Yeah. I, I feel like after even six months, I was already pretty much just uh, showing it all. Okay. Weren't you eating breadcrumbs off the table? So maybe the first day. <laughs> I'll tell you, six minutes. Six minutes into that first day. Yeah. As soon as I got that bread. So that's the good thing, though, because she kind of wasn't surprised later when I turned out to be a little bit rough around the edges. But if you're licking your thumb, pressing it down on the table to get the breadcrumbs... What was it? The Cheddar Bay Biscuits? I'd do that, too. No. It was at uh, Logan's. Logan's is they got those yeah. incredible, I don't know what they are, but they're so light and fluffy and buttery. Okay, well, yeah. signs your relationship is in the comfort zone. Not wearing makeup around him. I quit yeah. wearing makeup no. early on. Yeah. Well, how about her? Uh, I don't know. She wore makeup for a lot, but then again, yeah. my wife, when I met her, she was so young and so beautiful naturally, she didn't have to wear that much makeup. Yeah, but, you know, they do have to put on the eyeliner, darken the eyelashes. I guess. She was like 23 years old. Did you plan it, Tori, when you had that no makeup moment with John where you're like, okay, yeah, I've got to just show him what, what's really here? Nah, I just let him see it pretty much right out of the gate because I was like, if this is going to last, you're going to see it eventually. So kind of like Tom did, just let the, uh, you know, whatever yeah, out of that That's not moment. how it works. Honestly, you can sucker people in with a better version, and then once you've got them hooked, then you start showing the worst version, and they'll stay. Yeah, I did that with my personality. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she did that to us too, folks. All right, so they say another comfort zone uh, is... Uh, thing is wearing pajamas or sweatpants when you're just hanging out together yeah. that's when you know it's a comfort zone yep you're not dressing it up my wife used to come over to my house and hang out in sweatpants and watch tv and i'd be up on the computer playing video games that was early in the relationship <laughs> well yeah but you you're you i mean honestly there's not a lot of people like but, but my no wife is her and she's not weird no i mean she well, just puts up with a lot <laughs> Well, she, she was doing it, too. Okay. Her putting up with you makes her weird. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, feeling okay if you go a few days without shaving your face or your legs. <laughs> I go a long time without shaving my legs. I think our relationship must be comfortable. Yeah. I haven't shaved in over almost two weeks Well, now. have you seen Tori's legs? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually the same, Cato, but I have an excuse. We're out of razors in the shower. I, I've started using my wife's razors that had this little bar of soap on the top of them, and it's like it's like shaving cream built in, and she ran out, and so I don't I can't shave. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. okay. Uh, signs that your relationship's in the comfort zone, obviously passing gas in front of each other. We don't do that. No, you don't. We don't do that but, still. But, but some people do. Married yeah. for decades, and we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> then you've gained a little weight. <laughs> That's just the hair. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of that. That's what it is. Uh, doing each other's laundry is a sign you're in the comfort zone, relationship comfort zone. What if it's just one person doing the others? Okay. <laughs> well, you're really in the comfort zone. Yes. Is there something that you guys get right off that you think of immediately being in the comfort zone in a relationship? Uh, well, right. we just talked about okay. it is letting them on your phone without worrying about it. Okay. All right. Talking about each other's health issues. My wife says I do that too much. You do. Yeah. yeah. You share it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you even do it too much here at work. No one really cares except, I no. mean, she should because you probably got a life policy out on you. <laughs> I, you know, like, my, <laughs> I came in yesterday and I yeah. said, wow, I've been having some cramps this morning. And yes. she's like, why do you share that all the time? And I'm like, well, you need to know I'm not likely to go take the garbage out right now because I don't feel so good. And I said, besides, you tell me when you got cramps, and they're for a different reason. All right. She's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Signed your relationships in the comfort zone. Can you tell when you say something that you probably shouldn't? 
<laughs> in here or in the relationship? Yeah, in, here, in here, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I thought you at home. I'm like, no. no, what have I said? Yeah, no. uh, letting them take care of you when you are sick, Tom. Really sick. Not just because you have a cramp or two, but like you're really <laughs> sick and you have a cold or something like that. I remember the time I had a 105 fever and I wanted to go do an appearance with you and she wouldn't let me. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't even one. making sense. Mm-hmm. And then our boss yelled at me for yeah, not going. I remember that oh, too. Really? Not lying. All he right. was mad at me for not having gone. I had 105 fever. Signs you're in the wow. relationship comfort zone, talking to each other's family on the phone. Like oh, you're yeah. talking to her mother-in-law, you're, you pick up accidentally because she calls. I'll mm-hmm. take it a whole step farther. What? I'm comfortable enough to go upstairs and leave them downstairs alone whenever they're over. <laughs> uh-oh. I told, I told, they they but, live but, close. They come over all the time. I am not Mr. Entertainment for her parents every time they're at our house. You're not Mr. Entertainment They got the remote anybody. control. They can do whatever they want. They are welcome in my house. They are family, but I'm not an entertainer. Well, is that what you were talking about when you talked to your own parents? Or you mean like if he were hanging let's, out let, with let, her let, Let's say parents. that your wife was like gone to the grocery store. Right. And your mother-in-law comes over. Right. And it's like, okay, you know what? You're going to suck it up, have a conversation. You know, it might be a 45-minute <laughs> conversation with your mother-in-law. No. What would you do? Would you just say, hey, I you know what? She'll be home in a minute. She'll be just, home in a minute. I go back upstairs. <laughs> Wow. And I'll tell Quinn or, or, or Sammy, I'll go down and hang out with your grandmother. <laughs> okay. She's here to see you. All right. Laughing when they make you or make fun of you. That's a sign you're in a relationship comfort zone. When they, that person can make fun of you, you guys yeah. both just laugh together. It depends on what it is, but yes, I sometimes can. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll like poke John's stomach and I'm like, ha ha, you're, and he'll do it back to me. I'm like, okay, first of all, that was unnecessary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's so unfair. Crying in front of them and you feel comfortable crying in front of them is another sign. And this one was weird, but feeling comfortable enough to tell them they have BO or bad breath. <laughs> you should. Yeah. yeah. I tell my kids that. Like, go brush your teeth. You have bad breath. <laughs> Jamie and I are cool with that, but we aren't quite that blunt about it. Okay, well, it's how, more like, hey, you might want to go put some deodorant on, or, you know, it's not quite like, hey, <laughs> your breath is bad, go brush your teeth. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't say it like that. You're like, did you eat skunk for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that one down, kids. <laughs> Apparently, Tom, your relationship is in the comfort zone. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, thanks to YouTube and the Internet, we have learned that there are more and more stupid criminals out there than we ever could have imagined before. But the ones that listen to us are not stupid, okay? (laughs) You're intelligent criminals. I will say, I watched a video with my son the other day, and it was stupid game show contestants. Yeah. And it showed, going way back into the 60s and 70s, people on these game shows that are just dumb as rocks. Yeah. I mean, people on, like, The Family Feud, and they would say... Name something that children wear that adults don't. And he's like, clothes. And everyone looks at him like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I will. Says the man wearing clothes. And let me just say, if you're a rock listening to the show, you're not the dumb rock. <laughs> Thank you, Kato. <laughs> yeah, for clarifying one. that. Yeah. Um, but it, it went on and people finally commented. They said, oh, we thought the internet made us stupid, but really we've been stupid all along. <laughs> The internet just showed us that we're stupid. Well, yeah. Who, um, who opened the idiot bag? And I think you're, if you're on a live game show or a game show yeah, being pressure. on TV. Pressure. Yeah, just, you're under pressure. You can't yeah. think straight. Uh-huh. Like maybe so. Some of these people really carried it beyond that. There was a newlywed where they asked the wife, they said, how many decades old will your spouse say that his mom is? 
She's like, oh my God, what's a decade? Uh, I'm going to say 10, which would make her 100 years old. He comes out and he's like, how many decades old would you say your mom is? And he's like, oh my gosh, four, 10, five, 10. And he came up with 10 also because he thought a decade was four years. It, it was like two dumb people had found each other they and were. their answer was right because it was wrong. I saw a bunch of bloopers of the old game shows. The same thing was a newlywed game and it was the, you know, because they, they would be newlyweds on the game. And the guy that was leading the game said, hey, you know, name something attractive you've seen this week. And he's like, uh, contestant number two's wife. Oh, <laughs> oh, dang. I'm like, that was dumb. That was really dumb. <laughs> she just smacked him. It was, was funny. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. Okay, so now we've got another situation with stupid criminals. And this is a guy in Phoenix, Arizona. He's been taken into custody after they found a thousand catalytic converters in his storage unit. Now, if you're not familiar with what a catalytic converter is, it's a part in the exhaust of your car that turns the carbon monoxide into carbon dioxide, makes it safer and more healthy for you. And it has platinum in it, so it's worth money. And thieves are stealing it like crazy now because yeah. of the inflation and everything that's going on. Yeah. And so you come out to your car, you get in your car, it sounds like a race car because it's missing part of the exhaust system. And you've got a very expensive part to replace. Mm -hmm. I, I sold mine already, so don't be. Okay, good. That, that's <laughs> I'm good trying to steal it off my car. I, well, if I die in a car accident, that's, I'm going to donate that. <laughs> I'll, I'll come get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, these catalytic converters are a big thing. And some criminals have actually been so far as to get instant karma. One guy was stealing the catalytic converter and the car fell on him because he, oh, wow. he didn't jack it up very well because oh, he was in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. died. Oh. I know, right? Um, instant karma. That person didn't have to replace their catalytic converter after all. I love those videos on TikTok where it's like porch pirates and they rig the box so right. it explodes on them. I'm like, yeah, ha, that's what you get. Stuff. Yes. Well, in this case, they say those 1,000 catalytic converters had a street value of over $200,000. Wow. So okay. he is headed for the big house. And um, so what did he do that was dumb? Well, I guess the <laughs> fact that he had stolen that many catalytic converters and, and, and then put them in a storage unit, yeah. seems like you'd unload them as fast as you could. How do you get rid of that? I, I'm like, not sure yeah. if they get the platinum <laughs> out of them and then sell the platinum yeah, like or if they just sell the catalytic converters online. You're on the street corner going, hey, you want to buy a catalytic converter? It's underneath my coat. <laughs> now, they do. You'll see them on eBay a lot. Yeah, and okay. you're like, okay, yeah. that's got to be stolen. Yeah, well, that's true, yeah. I, no, yeah. I mean, now some people will get them off a junkyard car or a car that's sitting in their yard, but most of them are stolen probably, mm -hmm. um, unless they're in the box new. I don't know. Uh, even I read where some guy was working at a car place at yeah. a, uh, like a, I don't want to name a brand because I don't want to get anyone mad at us, but one of those auto parts stores, and they went back to do inventory, and like half the catalytic converters were empty boxes. Yeah. People would smuggle out a catalytic converter oh all gosh. the time. Platinum nickels going up, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how much nickels in those. I mean, I was telling you, like people were siphoning gas. Mm -hmm. you know, Dad, they're doing yeah. that to save money and, and well, yeah. to steal your gas. Well, and I told you the story of the guy that was siphoning gas out of one of those big Winnebago, like, you know, the big campers. An RV. The, yeah, an RV. And he got to oh. the septic system oh. and the gas tank. Oh. And he siphoned a bunch oh. of the oh waste oh. from that. That's more instant karma right there. Boy, it is, ain't it? And, and again, you're stupid because they're different. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to know I siphoned my own gas, so please don't try to do it yourself. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. Don't okay. Know. 
Um, you, you do it out of a lawnmower sometimes. <laughs> I have yeah. thought about siphoning gas out of my car to put in my lawnmower yeah. so I didn't have to go to the gas station. It's harder to do with those little bitty holes on your gas tank. And I still I make sure I don't connect accidentally to the sewage outlet on my car. Yeah. What? Why? That's so gross. <laughs> okay. That's a special feature. That's um, a fancy car. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I just put a hose down there yeah. and a funnel. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, here's the thing you I know do. What? They should have an attachment, not to stop. Uh, but No, know, go ahead. Just I'm, stop. I'm just saying, if, if you were on a long trip and you were a guy and just had like an attachment, that you can just and it would just drip out <laughs> we, the back of the car. We have an attachment already, Hawk. I know, but I'm just saying attachment <laughs> to that attachment, and it just dripped out of the car for yeah. a while, like those truckers sometimes. And so you're driving behind. You're like, yeah. what's this liquid <laughs> yeah. on my windshield? <laughs> That's he's, not he's, right. He must be cleaning his windshields again. Oh. Oh. Somebody had a spare. Well, one good thing. <laughs> It's about with my car, the Corvette. It's very hard to get under it to steal my catalytic converters. Yeah. So I'm I'm safer. The, those of you with the Jeeps and stuff, you're an easy target. You can barely get in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't make fun of me. Okay, that's why I need that liquid thing. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, I'm going to call you out right now. You ready for it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a little by surprise, yeah. but I'm cool. You, you're talking about Tom only, right? No, no, no. I'm going to call everybody out listening, too. This is unhealthy things you've done in the last hour. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were just watching me, and you were just going to tell us. <laughs> okay. I got this from Tom. Okay. Okay. There's some unhealthy things we pretty much all do, and uh, these are the basic ones you've done in the past hour, okay? Have you touched your face? Uh, probably. Average person uh, does it four times an hour. I'll do one better. I keep shifting my contacts, so I have to touch oh. my finger to my eye. <laughs> yep. They go out of focus like a camera lens. You do that a lot. Something's not I right. I agree. You need to find out what's going on, because they shouldn't need that. And what happened to uh, hand sanitizer? We used to have it in here regularly. I now, know, right? Now, this, now we have an <laughs> empty jug. This is empty, too, over here. Have you not heard COVID is over now? Yeah, We've apparently. moved on to inflation now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I caught that. <laughs> All right, so you touch your face. You do it four times an hour, which is bad for your skin and causes pimples. More oh, importantly, it, it exposes your mouth and nose to more bacteria and germs because no telling what kind of germs are on the tables here in the studio. Ew. But that's how you build up resistances. Yeah. Okay. Small <laughs> doses like that. <laughs> the unhealthy <laughs> things that you've done in the past hour, you didn't get up and walk around, did you? No. You've been sitting there the whole time. Like a lump on a log. <laughs> I went downstairs and got coffee and went to the restroom. Okay. I didn't do any of those things. I went to my office to get food. Well, okay, that's three steps from the studio. It still counts. <laughs> I had Cato go down and to go to the restroom for me. <laughs> well, the, by now you know that sitting all day long can lead to obesity, heart disease, and diabetes. And that <laughs> thing, that deep vein thrombosis thing. That's true. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that because I've spent my whole life breaking those rules. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't move around a lot. You're a miracle baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Do yeah. you mean like a miracle baby or you're a miracle baby? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, you choose. <laughs> yeah. All right, recent study found that as you age, sitting for hours on end significantly increases your risk of being disabled. Oh, no. They say after age 60, every hour you spend sitting down each day increases your chance by becoming disabled by 50%. So I can be lazy until then? 
Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently, every day it's like by the end of a week, you're done. Well, apparently, you're practicing for when you are going to be disabled. Yeah, I'm yeah. already disabled. <laughs> Tom's just practicing. It's kind of like what you've done throughout the years to get that kind of belly, that dad bod that you have. You've done a lot of work to get it that way, right? Yeah, I mean, I have to be eating a lot and then finally, and not moving at all. The unhealthy thing you've done in the past hours. Okay, you've touched your face, you've been sitting there not doing anything, and. You probably had to pee, but held it in, except for Kato. I do. I hold it in for, like, I'm playing a video game. I might go hours when I needed to pee. And then when I do, it hurts. Yeah, I hold it until it cramps. And then when you do get up to go, you're like, ow, 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 it hurts in your hip. Yeah. But I recently read an article that says don't do the go because you just to go because you'll train your body to go more often yeah Mm -hmm. don't go as often unless you have to go or you're on a long trip he's right going to bed if there was an olympic sport for like long distance travel without stopping to go to the bathroom i would win gold because you get around a group of people that are having drinks you don't want to break the seal because once you do you're going more often after that there is something to that breaking the seal (laughs) once you finally go you're going to go a lot yeah you go use the restroom okay i thought like you break the seal of the friendship uh conversation no you you break the seal on the container yeah oh it's like a brand new soda okay (laughs) all right yeah Great, now I have to pee, thanks. Apparently it's carbonated. Uh, (laughs) Mine is. I drink a lot of sodas. They say if you hold your pee every once in a while, it won't hurt you, but if you hold it a lot, it can cause bladder infections. Over Uh, time, it can also weaken those muscles. I think that's a woman thing more than a man thing. Okay. And I only say that because I think women have more trouble with that, and especially the infections. Yeah, but Uh, also, yeah, if you pee too frequently it's really it's not good for your bladder as a woman either because then you get urinary incontinence so what are we supposed to do hi i'm a frequent peer hi tori (laughs) hi (laughs) i was uh, recently out of town and we took uber oh no we piled into this minivan and a friend of mine was trying to get out between the two seats and her her boyfriend was pulling her we're all laughing next thing i know she gets out and the friend looks at me because is that her trail of pee? Oh, oh no. no. She peed on no. Not on us. Just a little trail that led out of the, the Uber van. Oh, my oh, goodness. No. We laughed about that. There's a, it's a rude Uber driver anyway. But, <laughs> well, thank gosh. Yeah, yeah, but no we, wonder he was rude. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't man. have known it. I just thought you maybe had a drink in your hand and you spilt it on the way out. <laughs> Until it smelled like asparagus. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. All so right. she tried to hold it. Okay. And she oh, just started yeah. laughing. Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. That's a shame because it's kind of cute maybe if a kid accidentally pees, but when it's a grown-up, you're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like, especially it's when they've funny. been drinking. It's like, I think uh, people turn into little kids after they've been. That's true. It's like, you know, you're trying to get them in. Like, you know, come on, let's go. You've been. You, no. You, no, no, come on. Get, where are your shoes? What, what happened to I your shoes? I lost them on the dance floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you pee yourself? Come on, get no. in this car. Ah, y'all are making me remember when I was single. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, those are the unhealthy things you did just this hour. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I saw an interesting story about some kids at the beach. 11-year-old boy found something that had washed up on the beach and was playing with it. A mermaid. 
Not a mermaid. <laughs> Turned out it was a live grenade from World War One. Wow. Oh, wow. This was yeah. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fortunately, they were able to, uh, I guess, disarm it. It was still functioning and live. Wow. Uh, fortunately, mm-hmm. he did not pull the pin, or yeah. if he had, he'd need to throw it in the water and run like crazy. But, um, I, you know, when we were growing up, that was never a likely thing. You might, when I grew up in Florida, you might find an occasional Seashell. Indian um, arrowhead. Yeah, yeah we or, had plenty or, of those. Or maybe a shark's tooth because we were in Florida. Right. But you didn't find live grenades laying around. Mm-mm, no. But this got me to thinking about something, too. You know how we go crazy when anyone finds one of these? You're like, oh, my God, it's a lie. They call in the, the team of the yeah, robots the and all that yeah. stuff. But... You used to have guys that were in airplanes in the Army that would be flying on a C-130 cargo plane that might have had several crates of grenades sitting there. Well, sure. But we treat them like there's some super dangerous, could go off at any moment, even if you don't do anything wrong. But really, they're designed to handle all this war and craziness without going Bam! off until you want it to go off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him uh, over there. The difference is it's an 11-year-old kid who doesn't know anything about the explosive. Right. They could but I'm not just talking about him. I'm talking about any time they stumble across this stuff. Plus, you know the one you approach normally, you're like, oh, it's no big deal. It's not going to go off. That'll be the one to explode. You'll never know. For me, <laughs> it's not those hand grenades or something like that that you would find on a beach. I was watching a TikTok video, and then they, they, TikTok so video. They, they, I was watching a TikTok, and so they pull back, they like they start digging in the sand, and they pull back this critter that I don't even know what it was. It was long, about three or four foot long. I think I saw it in Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know what it, it looked like. Something from Harry Potter, and it's right there on the sand, like what you are walking over. And I'm like, I will never go to the beach again. Oh. Yeah, I don't believe in TikTok. I think a lot of it's fake. Well, but you, I would like to see that to see what they claimed I, was under there. I tried to pull it up, but it was, I mean, it was a, some kind of creature that I had never seen. See, that's interesting things. Growing up in Greenville, you wouldn't believe what they brought out of that Reedy River. I would believe that. Uh-huh. I mean, they got signs posted. You can't swim in it. I yeah. told you about that one that I went to the other day. Yeah, they, you said people, people. They were swimming in the sea. Scud. It was like slimy Scud. stuff all, all around them. I don't know what you call it. It's not what you think it is. They're just trying to turn into superheroes. They come out glowing green, no, ready to save the world. They would be a villain. They'd be like the Joker or something. <laughs> I've, I've been in that water, remember? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It yeah, he jumped in it. It was 20 degrees Tuesday. outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Are they still, still allow that, though, right? Uh, they didn't know then. Oh. <laughs> Makes just, sense. You don't yeah. ask for a permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and I hate that. I hate that that's not clean enough. For people to be able to sure, swim Sure, that's not good at all. I mean, some companies have dumped crap in a river that we were all supposed to be able to enjoy, and because they were rich and had friends, they didn't get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. Typical. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> what you find in the Reedy River is a lot worse than this hand grenade they found. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even freak out. Yeah. Both gives you explosives. <laughs> have you ever noticed when you see people at Reedy River and they're like wading and they got their dog and stuff, do you not judge them? No, I don't. I yes. do. I look at them, I'm like, you're an idiot. Well, I mean, the sign says this is poison. 
They don't want to put that sign up if they can help it. They, it must be so bad they had to put the sign but, up. But honestly, can't we, as a, you know, uh, here in the upstate, get like a big filter or something so it would be much better? Like, you know. Like uh, a I water mean, filter? Like yeah. a Brita. We have put them a like Brita in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a water filter. You got them in your aquarium at home. Your fish has got it. Hawk, you should just organize a day where everyone brings their brittle water filter and everyone gets one big jug yeah, and filters yeah. it. And you got to wait 30 seconds for it to completely filter before right. you can get you know in. What? You strap a Brita filter on those ducks so they have the duck derby. <laughs> Take care of that. Well, that's a novel idea. You're welcome, Greenville. <laughs> we started off talking about hand grenades, and now we've got Hawk with an incredibly stupid idea on how to clean Reedy River. Save the Reedy River. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're I'm going to try to bring a better topic next time. I feel like I let you guys Yeah, down. it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.